Philip here with Fillers of Health. I'm here with Nick. He's the founder and owner of Yoga Agora, which is one of the most popular yoga studios here in Astoria. Um, I know that I personally am addicted and uh, I love Nick's classes. He's an awesome instructor and an awesome guy. So really grateful to be talking with Nick today about um, a little bit about the mindfulness practice of yoga. So Nick, can you just sort of give us a brief background of your why for why you opened up Yoga Agora? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> there was a really practical reason, which is that I needed a job. <laughs> um, but uh, but of course, um, uh, I guess I have a certain value system that I want to make sure that whatever job I have, whatever I spend the majority of my hours doing, um, that it feels you know fulfilling and rewarding. And um, I have a particular value system that I want to create you know some kind of long term benefit. <clears throat> to um, you know, to the world, <laughs> what, you know, to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, and uh, so yeah, so I I um, I had been practicing yoga um, for a couple of years, and um, I had really come to believe that this is uh, an important thing for human beings to do: move the body, uh, get the breath steady, um, relax the brain. I think that makes all of us healthy. It, it makes it, it makes an individual much healthier, and it makes our collective yes, you know, uh, organism. So, um, so yeah, so I thought uh, a great way to, um, you know, find a job that's fulfilling and create some kind of long-term benefit to the world outside of me uh, was to uh, facilitate uh, more yoga availability. Yeah, so that's exactly so, what you've been doing. Um, and what I'm finding is a lot of individuals today in our modern era are facing a lot of um, difficulties and struggles, trauma. Um, traumatic experiences in their lives. How does yoga and the mindfulness practice of yoga help people to overcome um, trauma that they've experienced and help them to heal? A lot of people that I personally know, um, they feel like they're broken. They feel like they're scarred. How can yoga help them to heal that scarring process? Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> when I think about, when I think about healing, for me, uh, I've come to believe that uh, healing uh, comes when we practice forgiveness. Yes. So um, we've been wronged, and um, uh, all the time that we will spend um, harboring that resentment of being wronged will just exasperate right. our, um, our injury. Um, when the brain transforms into a place where we can uh, step outside of our personal experience and we can see it from afar more objectively um, we can see elements at play that maybe make it easier for, to forgive for instance the person who harmed us may have had their own trauma you know they are suffering in their own way um, and when we can recognize that you know perhaps it allows us Maybe it makes it make, makes the whole thing feel less personal, um, and then you know I, I think then the brain transforms into the process of forgiveness. It's really hard because you know you, you, you think about how you know terrible some actions are. They're yeah. really bad. Um, you know how do you tell a person who is on the uh, injurious end of that to practice forgiveness? Um, so it, it is very hard. Um, but uh, what I think is that when, you know, 
oxygen gets into our brain, right? Um, the, the, the the circuits start firing up. Yeah. It, it's you know, the engine it starts moving. Yeah, the engine it, it, it just starts the, the the circuitry just starts going. It, it just lights up. Um, you know, it, it's it's just nature, it's just science, just, you know, yeah. part of just being a, an organic human being in an organic world. So part of it's getting oxygen to the brain, basically. I, I think so. I, I, I think when oxygen gets up there and the brain lights up our, uh, you know, our, our patterns of thought, you know, addictions or habits. whatever, yeah, habits, yes. uh, they start to get, you know, balanced out. New circuitry opens up so that this one previously reinforced automatic way of doing yeah things. automatic way of doing things now becomes like an equal balance with the new circuitry right. so now this isn't like the habit this is an addiction this is just one of several thought processes right um so uh so yeah so i think that you know once we get oxygen to the brain so how do we get oxygen to the brain well you know we gotta get the, you know oxygen comes through our blood flow so we right. gotta get the blood flow moving you yes. know um get the heart pumping and get the blood flow moving get that all the oxygen that's practice that engages our, our movement and that's mm -hmm. what yoga does yeah so um yeah that's 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 what i think i think that when we start moving the body and we take these deep breaths and we get that oxygen up to the brain um then i think our frame of mind or our pattern of thinking changes in a way that we can uh, find uh, any available element of forgiveness it could be a very small element of forgiveness the, the, the severity of the of the of the of the injury, but um, whatever whatever little narrow spot we find to offer some forgiveness, we can enter it and we can start expanding that, and then um, and then I think, you know, again, just my, the impression I'm under in my life is that um, with that process of forgiveness, then the the trauma and the scars only start to heal. That's tremendous because a lot of people I don't feel, understand the true essence of yoga um, besides just the physical practice. We see it more as the physical from the surface, but as you get in more and more deeper, it has all these golden nuggets of like mm -hmm. building your character, helping you become more grateful and forgiving. Um, how do you think um, people who want to get into a mindfulness practice like meditation, how can this help them to do that? Because as we all know, mindfulness today is like the huge buzzword of the day. Yeah. And how many people today can can say to themselves, like, I don't have five or ten minutes to meditate. Mm -hmm. I mean, we can make the time, but how does yoga, how is yoga a mindfulness practice that can be more sort of sustainable in doing meditation five to ten minutes a day, twenty minutes to meditate? Mm -hmm. I mean, we can make the time, but how does yoga, how is yoga a mindfulness practice that can be more sort of sustainable? In doing meditation five to ten minutes a day when we feel like we have no time to um, yeah yeah um, <clears throat> I think um, you know when I think of mindfulness that it, it, it feels like this kind of like big umbrella yeah you know, it's a lot it covers around. yeah and um, so you know uh, I, I think that it that at any given moment okay so if you think of mindfulness as you know just being present you know observing our current in the moment experience um, you know, at some point, we're gonna probably have to walk somewhere. We're gonna have to walk to the bathroom. Yeah. At some point, basically, you gotta go to the bathroom. Yeah, you can't be. You're gonna have to walk there. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> those steps you take, those those steps could be the most focused, mindful steps you've ever taken. You're just those. It's gonna take you seven steps. Yeah. And a great.
great mindfulness practice is let me feel what it's like to step foot everything. Heel, ball of the foot, toe, lift off, new step. How far am I stepping? What's my gait? You know, how fast am I walking? And it's very brief, you know, it could be a, a couple seconds or if you yeah. take your time with the walk, it could be longer than that, whatever. But, um, but that's just one example of, <clears throat> the, you know, the, the things that we're gonna do um, every single day. It's all encompassing. Yeah, you can make that uh, a mindfulness exercise. At some point, you gotta drink water. Yeah. You know, when you drink this water, can you like feel it? Tongue, to your throat, can you feel it enter you? Can you, can you feel the gulps, whatever? Yeah, how satisfying is it? You know, take it in your mouth, swish it around. What does it feel like? And, you know, it, it, little tiny things, you know, um, that. There's no one size fits all. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it, can, it can really be anything. I, you know, the yoga practice is great because it's, it's much more intense. Yes. You know, like you're moving your body that much. And, um, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, it's, a great, it's a great big, huge open window to experience mindfulness. But for those who can't, they don't have the five, ten minutes, or maybe they just feel a little daunted for whatever reason, um, you know, it, it's uh, the, the, the little things, the, every, the everyday things that we all have to do could be turned into a mindfulness experience. And I think you just I still do. You, you get the benefits. Thank, thank you for that. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, making a little bit of time every day. Uh, life isn't about one massive change that leads to your life getting better. It's the small steps each and every day. So I, I definitely agree. And just to end off our interview today, Nick, what would you say to people who want to give yoga a try, but um, for, some, for whatever reason, maybe they just don't feel comfortable being in a class with others, um, they feel that, that it isn't, if you're a male especially, they feel like it's a more female-oriented practice. How can you maybe give some words of wisdom for those who want to get into it, sort of struggling to, to get into it? Um, well, I guess, um, you know, one, one of the first things I, I, I guess I could say is that, um, you know, uh, it, it can be very exciting to step out of your comfort zone. It's, uh, you know, it's easy to say, yeah. much harder to do, totally understand. Um, but, you know, it can be uh, very exciting and very liberating. Um, now, <clears throat> before, you know, you get to that place, um, you know, uh, and going back to the sense of forgiveness, you know, be, you know, very kind to yourself, you know, if, if you, you, you set this uh, intention to go and then the time came and you're like, no, I can't do it, you know, you, uh, you cancel, uh, don't, you know, beat yourself up and convince yourself that you're weak or something like that. Like, you know, don't, uh, uh, be kind to yourself, you know, practice the forgiveness. Um, and, um, and then, um, you know, uh, try if it's, if it's, you know, yoga or vinyasa yoga specifically, it's about body movement. Um, you know, take some time, you know, uh, at home, you know, you wake up in the morning and just, you're on your, you're in your bed, bring your knees into your chest and just sit there and try little exercises. What is it, you know, uh, let me see how it feels to, for, you know, for 10 deep breaths, just hold my knees into my chest and, you know, do that little thing um, every day um, or, you know, however often you can. And, um, you know, um, if, if, again, if it's, if it's about body movement, if it's about, you know, um, doing a, um, a, a feminine scene, um, exercise or something like that um, you know uh, I don't know I would say um, you know get to know more uh, females yeah. and talk about their experience and yeah. um, you know meditate or think about what is this construct that I'm labeling this feminine or this masculine or this is unmasculine or this is unfeminine you know uh, where do those um, uh, 
preconceptions come from, yeah. yeah, what are the roots of those, meditate on that, think about that, um, and then, you know, um, maybe see what it does to your frame of thought um, about, you know, an actual yoga class, um, you know, um, maybe if, if the whole feminine label is, is stopping um, a, a male person from engaging in it, maybe with some uh, deep thought on where those feelings are coming from, the... The, the severity of that uh, starts to die down. You start to see you're more open to it. You're more open. It's a more. It's really a universal yeah. uh, experience, and maybe that idea sinks in a little more with just some, you know, some deep, some deep thinking on it. That's that's really um, that's awesome advice, and that's a great way to end on guys stepping outside of your comfort zone and just really identifying and getting. Um, comfortable with what you're willing to try and if you're feeling discomforting in trying to do new things as Nick said maybe putting yourself outside of your comfort zone trying a, a few deep breathing exercises in your bed simple steps really accumulate to a massive change over a lifetime so um, Nick thank you again for uh, this interview and being a part of Pillars of Health Media and um, you guys should definitely check him check out his studio if you haven't already Yoga Gora um, it's right over here um, on Broadway and 33rd Street. Broadway and 33rd Street. In Astoria. In Astoria. I'm actually going to take the next class. So uh, <laughs> thank you, Nick. I appreciate <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, thanks, Will. Take care. Awesome. Thanks, man. <laughs>